Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, so Mark Scott brought up, um, he brought up Nosek a little bit earlier, or maybe you brought him up, but along with that, with Nosek is, is Nick Felino on that, in, you know, in that fourth line role. And he's had a much, much improved, um, season thus far, but those two making the team out of camp came at the expense of, you know, sending down McLaughlin to Providence because they could. They actually did wave Oscar Steen, but he didn't get claimed. And I wanted to ask about those guys' starts in Providence this far because, um, you know, when they get to the to the Bruins at some point this year, inevitably, McLaughlin in particular, he'll be up at some point for one reason or another. They're not going to be expected to, to be point producers, so that it's not a big deal that they don't have the – well, I guess I'm going to ask you. Thus far this season in seven games, um, Steen and McLaughlin have two points each. Uh, Jack Sean has one point. Is there any concern level of their lack of production in the A right now, or not really? Because that's not going to be their game when they get to Boston anyway. Well, for Sean, it might be, but let's stick with the forwards, I guess. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if concern if I would describe it that way, but certainly a slow start is not what they were looking for. The you know the coaching staff. Um, you know, the thing, one factor in this, I, I think, and, you know, I've seen, you see this a lot down here is a guy gets sent down and uh, starts slow. And I think a lot of it is because they're disappointed that, that they got sent down. So it takes some time to, uh, this happened with Stadnika. It takes some time to kind of refocus, get your head in the right place uh, where it needs to be and uh, to start playing, you know, to your strengths in, in, in a way that would get you called up again. Um, you know, I think at least down here, there's been signs this weekend that some of those guys are, you know, coming out of it a little bit. Steen's been better this weekend. Uh, he got his first goal the other night. Um, I think he assisted on a goal last night and, and just played a general, generally a stronger game. Ashan didn't have any points, I think, until last night, but he was all over the ice, uh, in Springfield. I think he had seven shots. Every time you looked up, he had the puck, which is, that's his game. Um, so he, uh, he'll be fine. Um, McLaughlin's had a slow start offensively. He doesn't have any goals, but, uh, I mean, all the other things that Mark McLaughlin does, uh, the penalty killing, the 
the work along the walls, the just the hard work effort, that's all there. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's who he is. And, and, you know, that hasn't changed. He just doesn't have numbers at this point to point to and say, hey, look, I got three goals or whatever. Uh, but the way he plays the game is uh, hasn't changed. So I think uh, there's nothing to worry about, you know, for him. He'll he'll be fine. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I was saying, like, for example, last season when Steen got – he was up in Boston, he did pretty well. I didn't think we – I thought we might not see him again in Providence, but at, his game tailed off. He got sent down. When he got called up, he – I think the coach – one of the coaches said he's the best – forward in the Atlantic division of the whole, of the league at that point. He goes up, he plays pretty well, but his game tails off and he gets sent down. He was brutal when he got sent down for like, I don't know, 15 games. He just was terrible. And, you know, a lot of that is a hangover type thing where, hey, I had a chance, I did pretty well, and, and I'm back in the American League. You know, what what do I have to do? So, you know, that, that thing weighs, weighs on these guys to, uh, to varying degrees. Uh, but I think, Ste- like I said, I think Steen's coming out of it this weekend. Ashan's been good. McLaughlin, he's, he's going to play his game, whether the puck goes in or not. So um, I don't think anyone's worried about those guys. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about another guy who's off to a slow start production wise. And that's Johnny Beecher, who has one goal, no assists through seven games. And, you know, in my mind, he shouldn't really be too disappointed that he didn't make Boston. I think, you know, I feel like going to the AHL, at least for some time, should be expected. And in theory, he should be a guy who's now, you know, one rung higher on the organizational center depth chart with Stanika getting traded. So uh, what have you seen from him so far this season down there? Well, if I were to answer this question like on Friday morning, I would probably, you know, I would have said, wow, he's been brutal so far. Uh, but he's turned it around Friday night and last night, particularly Friday night. He's He's been really, really good doing the things that he's got to, he, he has to do if he's going to, you know, be a productive player in the NHL down the road. Uh, for the first five games, he had he didn't have a shot on net, which is it's one thing to have no points, but to have no shots in five games that's that's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Uh, but Friday night, I mean, he brought he brought his A game. He was skating. He was he was getting inside. He he was uh, you know he he was finishing his checks with uh, with authority, not just you know the obligatory bump along the, the boards. He was finishing hard, pissing guys off on the other team. You know, he snapped one guy's stick with a slash after the whistle, just being a miserable guy to play against on, on that night, which, you know, you need to, that he needs to be that guy uh, to, uh, he's not going to be the guy on the power play who's, you know, leading the attack. He, he's going to be, um, probably a bottom, you know, third line type player. Um, so he needs to, he needs to bring that kind of skating and, and physical play, 
Uh, he had a goal last night, his first goal. It was a lucky bounce off the end boards that came right to him. The goalie was out of position. But uh, he was in position five feet from the net to put it in. Last week, he probably would have been 10 feet away and not in position, you know, on the perimeter. So it's been good to see him ramp up his uh, his engagement, I guess it'd be, it would be the word, uh, these last two nights. Um, you know, I don't think it was Ryan Mouginel alluded to this Friday night that the last two weeks have probably been a little hard on him, on Beecher, because he really wasn't, he was really spinning his wheels. Uh, now he's come out of it, at least for two games. Uh, hopefully he can, he can, you know, continue to build on that and, uh, and turn, you know, turn it up and be night in, night out, uh, that guy uh, for Providence. And and with that, like how ready, I know we've asked you this about a lot of players, but like how NHL ready is he and what are some things that he would really need to clean up before he could make the call up? Well, his level of engagement is something that's got to be there every night in the NHL. You can't, as a rookie, you know, if you come up and you're not really, your head's not really in it and you're on the perimeter, well, you're not going to be there long. So that's one thing that he's got to, that's got to be there every single night, every every single shift uh, for him. Um you know the physical parts of his game. He's been their best face-off guy down here, so he's got he, he's got that in his in his back pocket as a as an asset. Um, you know, using his speed, he's got to he's got to do that more. He he uh, he had a chance the other night to take a defenseman wide, and he and he did it. He used the speed to get around the guy. Uh, you, you know, he's got to that skating is you just don't see guys you know, even in the NHL guys with that kind of size that have that effortless stride that he has and speed, he's got to use that like every single opportunity he gets. Uh, so how close is he to being NHL ready? I would say not all that close right now, but, you know, ask me again in December or January and, and we'll see how, you know, fast he can, you know, assuming he, you know, keeps uh, ramping it up here, we'll see where he is at that point. But uh, he, you know, I think there's, if they had to call a center up from Providence tomorrow, you know, there's, I, I seriously doubt it would be him. It would be Vinny Letary or or even Una, uh Kopanen. Those two guys are more, more uh, NHL ready at this point than, than Beecher is, but he, uh, you know, as I said, he's taken some real positive steps this weekend. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Vinny Terry was a, was a nice addition. Um, young veteran presence in that league for them. Yeah. You know, I'm coming around to the idea that uh, everything Thomas Nosa can do, Vinny Terry can do. Um Except half the size. Not, like at half the size. Yeah, yeah. at half the size. But, uh, <laughs> half the size, half the this price. This is a guy that ha- this is this is a guy that has hands around the net. Vinny, you know, he can uh, he can score. Uh, so, you know, I think he certainly could fill in. Uh, you know, if 
if need be in, in, in Boston, he could come up and, uh, and fill that fourth line role. He's, he's certainly, uh, he's, a, he's a fast skater. Uh, he, he's got a, he's got a big edge on no sick in that department, but, uh, you know, I, I've been impressed with him. He's, he, he's a really good player at the American league level. Yeah. All right. It's time to get to the player. I think everyone probably wants to hear about the most and that's Fabian Lysel, who is off to a great start, uh, through Sunday morning. So I know they have another game Sunday afternoon. Um, but leads the team in points with eight, two goals, six assists, despite missing two games. And I believe he's had points in all five games he's played. Uh, do the stats match what, what you're seeing with the eyes? Is he really having this good of a start? And, you know, could he be a guy who at some point this season uh, is knocking on the NHL door? I think that's possible. Uh, you'd have to tell me, though, bef- you know, before I, an- I would say definitively is who, who's he going to replace in Boston and what's his role going to be? He's not going to go up there and play in the bottom six because that is not his uh, his wheelhouse. Um, if you're going to put him up, up there and put him on the power play, well, who, who's whose place is he taking? You know? Yeah, uh, the the situation I could see is like someone someone up there and you know the top six is out for a week or two at some point, and hey, let's see let's see what Lysel can do. You know, and no guarantees it's going to be permanent, but you know kind of give him a taste. I could see that. I, I, I could see that working. Um, I mean, he watching uh, just this morning, I watched the, uh, the video of last night's game in Springfield. And I mean, the Springfield defensemen were on their heels. Every time he got the puck and was coming up the ice, they were backing up. Like, like you, you can't believe because they knew that he could burn them uh, with his speed. Uh, not to mention his, his tricky, he's a, he's a tricky, elusive uh, guy with the puck. Um, so, I mean, he, he's, he's really fun to watch. Um, you know, I think, I think there are similarities to Pasternak when he was in the league as a, as an 18 year old, um, you could just see the skill and the skating and the, uh, the head for the offensive game. Uh, there's a lot of similarities there. Uh, you know, not necessarily their game, uh, you know, a match in their game, but just a very exciting offensive player uh, who can do a lot of things and who makes the opposition nervous when he gets the puck. They obviously have scouted this guy and and it's probably been a point of emphasis in their meetings that hey look out when this guy gets it um and i think there's other signs so the offensive part is you know is is there um he needs to be careful about skating into traffic with the puck because uh someone will take his head off uh he, he could do that in the western league and and get away with it but that's not going to fly here. He did it once, I think, in the first game and got buried. And uh, that's kind of disappeared from his game. So that's sinking in that, hey, you know, if you want to last a long time over here, you uh, you want to skate into three guys with the puck because they'll, they'll uh, bury you. Uh, but I think also, and it's been encouraging that he's – 
the defensive part of his game. You're not going to turn in, him into a checker, obviously, but he had a back check last night that, you know, he tracked back and was the last guy back and broke up a scoring chance for Springfield. You know, I don't, in game one, I don't know if, if, if that would have happened. So the stuff that they're preaching to him, Hey, you, you can't just play at one end of the ice. You gotta, gotta have some presence in the D zone too. That appears to be sinking in. So that's, uh, you know, you like to see that you don't want him to just be all offense all the time. You gotta, you gotta be responsible a little bit too. So that's encouraging. It's kind of interesting that he was a, you know, he was a guy when the Bruins drafted him that kind of had the skill of a guy that would have been drafted earlier, fell to them a little bit because there was question marks about he, he had a bad season um, previously to being drafted. But it sounds like he is based on, you know, his last season playing in, in Canada and then this year so far in Providence um, that he kind of is appearing to be what people expected in terms of that high skilled guy um, that people were really excited about. So would you say he's been everything you expected to see? And is the excitement warranted in the fact that people want to see this kid come up and, and wanted want him to be on the NHL roster because of his skill? I think he's been everything, uh, you know, you hoped he would be, but I would, you know, I think, you got to be cautious with a, a guy in in his uh, spot. He's, I don't know what is, what does he weigh? One seventy, one seventy five. Uh, I don't think there's any rush to bring him up, despite what the fan base obviously is excited about him. But uh, he needs some time in the in the American League, I think, to uh, just to get used to playing against pros, playing against men, uh, you know, and bringing it. Uh, you know, every, every night. Um, I don't think it would hurt him one bit to, uh, to spend even the whole season down here. Uh, I'm guessing that won't happen. I think they will bring him up and take a look at some point for maybe a short stretch of games, like we talked about earlier. But I remember now Jake DeBrusque is, is a different, different uh, situation, but he, he had a great year down here as a rookie, and they they kept him down here the whole year. And in the second half of the season, he certainly was ready to go up and 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 you know get a little taste. They never gave it to him, and it didn't. You know, I don't think it's held Jake back at all. I, you know, he's off to a great start this year. Um, so I don't think that more time in Providence is, is going to be uh, detrimental at all to Lysel if he ends up, you know, being down here, say, the whole season. Well, and the Bruins certainly aren't hurting for offense right now. So that if that continues, that makes it yeah. really easy to be patient with Lysel and really with anyone else as well. I will say, too, though, guys, yeah. and you met, you mentioned the, uh, the top six, like that's where he would naturally fit in Boston. And I – 100% agree. But I will say, like, and as Scott just mentioned, the offense has been clicking this year, but Boston's interesting where your third line, if your third line is Coil, two-thirds of it is Coil and Zaka, and you get towards the second half of the season and nobody's really grabbed that third spot on that line, Zaka and Coil, Coil are borderline 
top six players in the NHL. And I mean, I could maybe see if he tr- did have to find a way onto the team. Like, c- could he like take uh, a spot on that line? Like, if if Trent Frederick doesn't run with it, I'm not really sure. I mean, that's it's like, like I said, it's it's they're really full up there. It's tough to see him breaking in long term this season. Maybe that could be something too. I know, like we said, top six is probably more. Um, appropriate for him but if but if they want to have a a championship caliber team and you're going to need three lines that could score uh that could maybe be a fit too i don't know well to start out it might be i mean brad marsh and what he started on the fourth line right look look where he's at now um you know just because he uh fabian was say he started on the third line well that's that's just a place to start that's not where he's going to spend hopefully that's not where he's going to spend his uh his career he, he's hopefully going to be more than a third line player but uh as a starting point i don't think that uh that's a bad place uh for him you know for just to get a look and and see what uh see how he adjusts to uh to playing in the nhl yeah exactly yeah i mean top six is definitely where he is projected i, I just meant um for this season 